Hey, welcome to 2022. This is our first uh, Journey Through Scripture podcast of the year. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, and uh, we're so glad that you've joined us. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend uh, and that your 2022 is off to a, a great start. So we are uh, continuing uh, into a kind of a place in David's life where things are not going all that great. He's ready for a new start. Uh, he's being pursued by uh, Saul. Uh, today we're going to go through 1 Samuel 23 through 25, uh, and then interspersed uh, throughout that we're going to have four different Psalms. That's Psalm 63, 57, 142, and 54. All right, so uh, when we ended the, the last time, we uh, have the incident where uh, Saul and Doeg, the Edomite, killed the priest, um, and uh, David uh, wrote a psalm about that, about good and e- evil, and he saw what uh, what Doeg had done um, and how he, he was appalled by that. Um, and so now we have uh, David um, and the Philistines, all the while that this is going on, the Philistines are also causing problems. Uh, so the Philistines uh, were fighting against uh, Keilah, and and David finds out about it. And what's interesting is um, he's asked, do we, do we need to go, go down there? And what David does is he pauses and he takes time to inquire of the Lord. He says, therefore, David inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I go and attack the Philistines? And the Lord said to David, go and attack the Philistines and save uh, Keilah. Um, and, and so they uh, go down. They actually drive out the, the Philistines. Um, and, uh, and you also have Abathar, who was the, the priest that survived, uh, the, the massacre. Um, and so now he is with David. Um, and so, so David uses him, uh, and, you know, God speaks through Abathar uh, at times to David. And, and so we, ha- we have, uh, David, uh, there at Keilah and, um, he starts hearing that Saul is going to be coming down to him. So David inquires of the Lord and says, is Saul coming? And, uh, and the, the Lord says, yes, he will. So, uh, so David uh, flees uh, from Keilah. So now he ends up in the wilderness. Uh, he lives up, uh, ends up uh, spending time in caves, um, basically just living off the land. So things are, are not <laughs> going well for David uh, at all. Um, and and uh, you, you have... Uh, Jonathan's son uh, does go and talk to David uh, at, at one more time. We've seen them be in communication. Uh, verse 17, and he said this to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Even my father Saul knows that. Right, so then this, this reiteration that uh, the reason that Saul is doing this is because uh, he wants his his line to continue on. And even Jonathan knows that that is not what God uh, has planned. Um, and so, so David uh, is, is there. Uh, Saul brings his army to, to David. Um, and then right before they find David, um, Saul gets word that the Philistines are attacking a different city. So then Saul has to take them and go deal with the Philistines. So it's just this constant struggle that we see. Um, and in Psalm 63, you have uh, David uh, writing kind of about uh, this time. 
And it says, God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I've looked uh, for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory. Again, he's now, whenever you understand the context, uh, it, it, it speaks to us very loudly. Um, David is writing this. He is in a dry and thirsty land. He's having to live off the land. He's having to, to seek sanctuary in the caves. Um, so it's a very difficult time, but his faith is remained strong. But he's also honest with God. He cries out to God, and we'll we'll see that uh, even more and more. Uh, but that's Psalm 63. I encourage you to, to read that. The last few verses says, But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for the jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. Uh, everyone who swears by him shall glory. But the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. Right, so he, he knows that Saul is lying about him and is believing lies and has convinced himself of lies. Um, but he is, he's to the point where he has to rely on God, uh, to handle that, God to help him overcome. So then we have, uh, uh, chapter 24, uh, David actually gets a chance, uh, to take Saul's life. David is in the cave. Uh, Saul comes and <laughs> goes into the cave uh, to relieve himself. And the, the cave is very deep, and David and his men are way back. And uh, and so as Saul is uh, preoccupied, shall you say, David's men tell him, David, this is the perfect time. Take Saul out. All your problems will be over. And guess what? The, the, it would have been right. Like if David would have taken Saul out, um, probably things would have gone okay. Um, he would have been able to uh, take leadership. Um, there would have probably been a little bit of turmoil in the country, but more than likely people would have sided with, with David. Um, but David isn't going to take it into his own hands like that. Uh, I love that they were in the Rocks of the Wild Goats. That's the name of the, <laughs> the place that they were, were in where this cave is. Um, and says, uh, the men of David said to him, this is the day which the Lord said to you, behold, I will deliver the enemy into your hand that you may do to him as seems good to him, to, to you. So they throw out, said, this is God. This is God delivering Saul to you. Um, but David's heart was troubled um, uh, because he decided not to kill Saul. Rather, he just cut uh, part of the garment of, of Saul's robe. But even that troubled David's heart. He just didn't feel like that was right. And he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do this to my master. The Lord's anointed to stretch out my hand against him, uh, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord. So David restrained his servants and they did not allow them to rise up against Saul. So Saul got up, went out of the cave and went on his way. And, uh, and then David, uh, as they're a, a distance off, um, speaks to, to Saul says, David said to him, why do you listen to the words of men who say, indeed, David sees you harm? Look, this day your eyes have seen, seen that the Lord delivered you today into my hand in the cave, and someone urged me to kill you. But my eye spared you, and I said, I will not stretch my hand out against the Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. So David is trying to use this, saying, look, Saul, those things that you believe about me are not true. I do not want to kill you. I could have done it, but I did not. And uh, it's interesting, Saul, you know, when people get to that place where they are irrational and they are now following their own desires and wisdom rather than God's wisdom, um, 
they still sometimes have moments, moments where they they see what is right, and you can nearly feel Saul uh, it, it kind of hitting reality, hitting him over the head. Uh, Saul said to David, "You are more righteous than I, for you have remor- rewarded me with the good, whereas I have rewarded you with evil." And you have shown me this day how you have dealt with well with me. For when the Lord delivered me into your hand, you did not kill me. Uh, for if a man finds his enemy, uh, will he let him uh, get away safely? Therefore, may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me this day. Um, and, uh, and it says, and now I know indeed that you shall surely be king and that the kingdom of Israel uh, shall, uh, shall be established in your hand. Therefore, now swear to me by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants after me and you will not destroy my name from my father's house. And David swore to Saul. So in, in this moment of clarity, Saul actually recognizes what's going on and he re- actually recognizes the truth. But he, uh, <laughs> he doesn't change his ways, right? He leaves, he lets David get away at this time, uh, but then he gets alone with his thoughts and because he is not seeking wisdom from God, he ends up going back to his same old bitterness and believing the lies and coming after David. Psalm 57 and 142 are are written kind of in light of this. Um, It says, uh, David writes, says, be merciful to me, uh, O God, be merciful to me, for my soul trusts in you, and in the shadow of your wings I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed me by. So it's like, I am trusting you, um, be merciful, just as I have shown mercy, you know, be merciful to me. Uh, the last verse, verse 11 says, be exalted, O God, above the heavens, let your glory be above all the earth, right? So David is striving to do what is right, even in the midst of such a frustrating and difficult time in his life. Psalm 142, uh, he, he, is crying out to God because can you you can imagine they're just like any of us when we're going through life we have good days and we have bad days days when we are close to the Lord days whenever we feel far away days when we're angry and frustrated and days whenever we are ready to praise and and rejoice um, Psalm one forty two is is kind of that pray for relief. This is miserable to David. He says, I cry out to the Lord with my voice. With my voice to the Lord, I make my supplication. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare before him my trouble. Uh, It says, refuge has failed me. No one cares for my soul. David, David is weary. He's tired. He says, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors for, for persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Bring my soul out of prison that I may praise your name. The righteous shall surround, surround me for you shall deal bountifully with me. So this is not easy. And that's important for us to know. You know, even whenever we strive to be faithful to God and to trust in him, man, life can get really difficult. And sometimes we feel like we're running from our uh, enemies for a long time. It's okay to be honest with God about that. But don't stay in that place. Allow that honesty, allow that relationship that you have with God and of crying out to Him to give you strength. It may not be uh, completely uh, getting rid of the problems that you're facing at that moment, but it is enough for you to continue to move forward. And God... uh, will will show you the way uh, as you go through the difficult times of life. But 
don't be surprised whenever it is hard, it is difficult, but God will be with you. Just be honest with him. Verse 25 or chapter 25 starts off Samuel uh, passes away. So now Samuel is, is gone. Um, David is, is still going through, uh, you know, running from Saul and di- difficult times. And he has this encounter with this guy named Nabal. Uh, Nabal is a wealthy guy, a scoundrel, as it's said by his, the people who work for him and his wife. Uh, he's married to Abigail. Um, David asked them for uh, some, uh, some sustenance, some bread and, and things like that. Nabal is very dismissive of that. He says, who is David? Who is this son of Jesse? There are many servants nowadays who break away each from uh, each one from his master. Shall I, shall I then take my bread and water and my men that I have uh, meat that I have killed for my shearers and give it to the men whom I do not know where they are from? So he he's not going to help at all. Uh, David has been gracious to him and to his uh, shearers, um, and David uh, kind of snaps. Now, it's interesting, especially, uh, you know, in light of the psalm that we just read, when David was at a, a kind of a frustrating part, man, when things like this pop up, it, you're tempted to act out in rash ways, and David actually does that. He's He hears that Nabal is kind of a jerk and isn't going to help, and he's like, all right, we'll just go and we'll take him out. And so he starts to do that, and the, the servants of Nabal hear that, and they they know that Nabal has, is is being stupid and uh, is doing this out of his arrogance and pride. And so they tell uh, Abigail, Nabal's wife, and uh, she goes and confronts David and stops David and says and brings some food and and uh, implores David to stop. Uh, it's interesting, David's response to, to her, verse 32 uh, of chapter 25, it says, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel who sent you this day to meet me, and blessed is your advice, and blessed are you because you have kept me this day from coming to bloodshed and from avenging myself with my own hand. For indeed, uh, as the uh, Lord God of Israel lives, who has kept me back from hurting you unless he had hurried uh, and come to meet me surely by morning light, no males would have been left in the ball. Um, so he, he recognized, David kind of recognized that what he was doing wasn't really the right thing. And he, he recognized that God used Abigail to keep him from taking out his own, uh, vengeance. Um, and that's, that's an important just thought for us to, be careful whenever you're in low spots and whenever you're in difficult spots, you're more prone uh, to lash out in anger and to take things into your own hand. And, and we have to be intentional about continuing to rely and to trust in God. It's interesting what happens. Uh, Abigail goes back uh, to Nabal and he is drunk and having a party, so she doesn't say anything. But the next morning tells him all that has happened. Uh, and Nabal is, uh, is, is upset and sad and basically ends up having a heart attack and dying. Um, and uh, that, that's, you know, kind of interesting. And David actually sees that uh, as, as God's intervention. Uh, that uh, that God is on his side, and David is relieved that he did not take um, vengeance into his own hand. And that uh, brings us to Psalm 54. So I encourage you to read Psalm 54. It's a very uh, short, verse 4, 5 says, Behold, God is my helper. The Lord uh, is with those who uphold my life. He will repay my enemies for their evil. Cut them off in your truth. 
right? He, so he's recognizing, you know what? I'm, I need to let God fight those battles. I don't need to be taking things into my own hands and doing things out of anger or vengeance. All right. So that gets us, uh, uh, through our uh, podcast today, um, on Thursday, we're going to go through the rest of First Samuel. So that's chapters 26 through 31. So read chapters 26 through 31 of First Samuel, and uh, we'll finish out uh, this book on Thursday. All right, we'll see you there.